0: You're listening to the Teach Better Talk podcast featuring expert educators eager to share progressive tactics to reach more students. Teach Better Talk is created by teachers and fueled by passion. Let's get started.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 101, unbelievable, of Teach Better Talk. My name's Ray Hewert. And as always, I am with the guy that I always give a really hard time to, Mr. Jeff
0: Gargas. <laughs> Not even any words, just the guy who, gives you, who you give a hard time to.
1: Absolutely, so. because who we had on this podcast, I asked our guest how they would describe you, and they said, kind and helpful. And I'm like, come on, I've used those words before. And she blunt, she just stopped and said, Ray, you give Jeff a really hard time sometimes. I'm like, man, <laughs> that's it. That's the that's the way I'm going with this introduction.
0: In your defense, I think it was Robert Breyer who said I was tormentive because I give you such a hard time. So I think it kind of goes both ways. I'm willing to admit that. Um, it's a but beautiful
1: relationship we
0: have, Jeff. Berman. It really is. I mean, I you know I do feel like mine's unwarranted and and yours. You know, you you earn all the hard times that I give you, but that's one whole other story.
1: Yeah, that's wrong. But okay. So we (laughs) had two things we kind of like went back and forth about wanting to touch on before we got into the episode today. One was there was this theme in the episode about podcasting. And so we got in this discussion uh, before we started recording about how important it is to support teachers when they either start podcasting with their students or they do a podcast themselves. And I know we're specifically not touching on that, but Jeff, if it's, I I just want to mention, if you have a goal to incorporate podcasting, you know, we do a lot of stuff with teachers love to help. There's some great blogs at teachbetter.com. I just, if anyone wants to chat about that sometime, feel free to reach out because I love that topic. And while that isn't what we're going to focus on, it would have been a cool thing to touch on. We could have talked about that for a long time. Yeah.
0: I think some, maybe, you know, maybe we need to do, right? Maybe we need to do a a session in our, you know, I think I'm going to do that. Uh, I don't know when this podcast comes out and it might come out after I do this, but at some point here, I <laughs> want, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to do it live in our group, in our private Facebook group, all about podcasts with your students. How's that?
1: Oh, that would be great. I know people have been asking be a lot of for fun, it. it. So
0: maybe we'll do that. that. Awesome. I think maybe that can be part of our, our fall series here that we're doing our free PD. So if you're not in our Facebook group, head over to, uh, teach or just go on to Facebook and search teach better team. And you'll get into our private group. Just, uh. Click uh, join group, and we'll get you submitted in there. Uh, we've got thousands of educators from all over the world that share all kinds of amazing resources, collaborations. I mean, there's some great stuff, and we've been doing a lot of free PD uh, sessions in there as well, so a lot of great stuff. So make sure you head over and get in there. Ray, something I wanted to talk about, because I know what the second thing that you're about to talk about, and I want to give you a little practice. One of the things that I do really, you know, we, we do, we give each other a hard time, and it's just sort of this brother-sister thing that we have in it, but we also work a lot together. We spend a lot of time on the phone together, we're always coming to come each other with problems and stuff. And so there are a lot of things that I really appreciate by, about you. And one of the things that I really appreciate about, appreciate about you all the time is how much you love to talk about other people. And I mean that in a good way. How how much you like to lift other people up and talk about the awesomeness that other people are. So one of these other things we were talking about, oh, maybe we should talk about podcasts at the beginning of this. And then you said, you know what? Can we talk about some of the amazing educators we have coming out to Teach Better Conference? And of course I said yes, but I just love that you're always thinking, how can I – lift up other people's voices so i love that about you and i just want to give you a little props right there so that people know that i truly am kind and that's the huh. word that you needed but then so you, you wanted to talk about a, at least a couple of our featured speakers that we have coming out to the teach better conference right
1: yeah i do because i was listening to mike earnshaw's episode which was way far back if you're listening to this episode he was what do you think episode 87? Oh. 87
0: which
1: one? 87? Episode okay. 87
0: 87 87
1: Episode 87, and we highlighted a bunch of featured speakers we had. And, and obviously you guys know our, our like top eight, you know, featured speakers with Dave Burgess, Tall Tell Thompson, uh, Ryan Sheehy, Tara Martin, Adam Welcome, like all of them. We've been talking about them, I feel like since May or April. Um, but we're releasing slowly but surely all these other featured speakers. And we highlighted so many in episode 87 that after I was listening, I'm like, gosh, there's so many more. That I want to make sure our listeners know are going to be joining us. So I know you told me to pick two, Jeff. I picked four because that's how I follow directions. <laughs> and I just, I'm still like mouth open. I cannot believe they're coming. So the first one is Alicia Ray. Um, she is super well known, amazing author. Um, she will be presenting the educational eye exam, which one of was one of my favorite titles yeah, that super we had cool. submitted. And it's all about creating your vision for education. If you don't follow Alicia, definitely go check her out. She is, like, phenomenal. Um, the next person I wanted to highlight was Dan Tricario, which uh, he's the Zen teacher. Jeff, do you remember his podcast episode? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: He talked all about those, like, um, pamper triggers. Wasn't that pamper the biggest triggers. Thing yep. episode? triggers, yeah. I am just all about Dan. He's so authentic, really just deeply cares about people caring for themselves. And he was hesitant to come. He was going to try and figure it out. He's so busy. And I sent him an email once. Don't even, He's going to be upset. I said this. But it was an automated email that he just got saying, oh, don't forget to register. And he responded. He's like, Ray, I just pulled the trigger. I had to do it. So I don't know how he's coming, but he is coming <laughs> to the uh, Teach Better conference. That's awesome. All right, the last two, I am so excited that we somehow tricked Allison Epsy to join us. Allison mm-hmm. was one of like the first podcast episodes we did for Teach Better Talk. I think she was episode 4.
0: I think she was 4, yeah.
1: And um she has not only been an incredible educator for uh, for many years, but her books um that she continues to publish, it seems like every quarter she's got a new book for teachers or new children's book that she's releasing and She's just really impacting, um, like, positivity. I just – I really love her message.
0: She really is. It's really hard to, like, not smile when you're talking with Allison. She just does that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the last one, I had to talk about her because I can't believe we didn't mention it in um, an episode we did with Jamie Donnelly. But Rochelle Pop is coming, and she is a French, Spanish, and STEM teacher. We just had her on Teach Better Talk a few episodes ago and she is coming to the conference and she keeps being brought up. And all these podcast uh, guests that we bring on keep talking about how they keep inspiring her using ARVR. and And uh, we kind of stink, Jeff. We didn't think about saying like, oh, yeah, she'll be at the Teach Better conference.
0: So. <laughs> well, we just had she was on a podcast. She was on a podcast back oh, geez, in the 70s or 80s episode. I can't remember her episode off the top of my head, but. She's phenomenal. We met her last year, live. Like we we have been connected with her, but we met her like over a year ago, and she was just super fun to hang out with. We had a great time on a podcast. She just won the the ISTE Make It Happen Award back in uh, what June, so super excited that to have her awesome. out. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Well, so those were the four I picked. I just cannot wait to celebrate all the featured speakers. I you know there's so many of them that just we're gonna keep kind of sprinkling them in as we go, but. I just think it's so special to celebrate the educators that are all coming to one place November eighth and ninth to network and laugh and hopefully eat good food. That's really my priority.
0: Loving it. So you can find all the information for the, the conference over at teachbetterconference.com. And if you're looking to register right now, it'd be a great time. You can use the code podcast talk to save fifty bucks on either one of the two day registration option there. And you can also reach out. You'll see on the you'll find on the site that there is actually a letter. If you need to write a letter or request funds from your, uh, from your district or your school, we have actually written a letter that is set up for you to just fill in the blanks and turn in. So you don't have to think much about it because we know that sometimes you got to go get that from them. We really hope you can come out. Uh, again, everything's over at TeachBetterConference.com. Super excited there. So really excited for this episode as well, Ray. We got Stephanie How on here. Stephanie's actually she's a she's another Ohioan here. So. Uh, we've been connecting with her for a little bit. Uh, super cool to have her on the podcast. She's a phenomenal technology coordinator. So Stephanie's been working with uh, Pickerton schools, Pickerton 10 schools, which is in Ohio, uh, is about five years now. She's the middle school instructional technology coordinator. Uh, she's also taught special education in fifth grade. Uh, she's worked uh, – as an independent provider for individuals with special needs, and as a one-on-one aide uh, as well in the, the the same district, there she's volunteered to work with special education field since she, since 2006. Um, she's spoken at conferences like PLSD Innovative uh, Innovation Conference at ISTE, at ITIP and at OA, OETC. Uh, and the most recent achievements that she really want that she's really proud of is being part of the team. Uh, their school district one uh, was named ISTE's Distinguished District. Uh, they also won the uh, wo she won the woSU leadership award she's a Google innovator uh, and she won her district's innovative leader award she's uh, just super passionate about uh, technology and, and working with teachers side by side with teachers in her district super great episode uh, she's she's wonderful she's a great teacher I, I love her passion and her excitement for what she does and I, I think she provides some really cool insight into uh into what she does. She's got a cool kind of career because she is, she's a younger uh, educator in a leadership position. And she shares some really cool insights on how that's kind of affected her journey and what she's learned from that. So I'm super excited for everyone to hear that. Ray, any takeaways you want listeners to to listen for?
1: Yeah, just enjoy. It's a great episode. And I think it inspires you to really take an idea and start running with it. So make sure that it's turned up real loud and let's get started.
0: This is episode 101 with Stephanie Howe. Hey, what's up? It's Jeff. We're going to get right back to the episode, but how does $50 sound? Head over to teachbetterconference.com, look for the two-day registration, put in a discount code, podcast talk, and you're going to save yourself $50 off registration. We're going to see you at November 8th and 9th at Teach Better Conference. And right now, let's get back to the episode. All right, we are here. We are talking with Stephanie Howell. And Stephanie, so awesome to talk with you, get you on the podcast. We've been connected for a little while now. We've done some, some cool back and forth, talking about some of the, the awesome work you're doing in your district. And uh, it's been fun to kind of be able to be brought into that and join with you and chat with you about some of the stuff you're doing. So excited to dive a little bit more in here today on the podcast. But before we get going, how are you feeling today?
2: I am feeling great. I'm excited to be here. So thank you for having me on.
0: Absolutely.
1: We're going to have so much fun. I want to begin our podcast like we always do and have you kind of tell us a little about yourself and how you answer all that you do for education.
2: Um, So my job is an instructional technology coordinator. Um, So I help teachers and students use technology in our district, and I'm in Pickerington Local School District. It's in Ohio. And so every day looks different. Um, Some days I'm in meetings all day, other days I am meeting with teachers, other days I am showing, modeling, helping as I can in the classroom. Um, So I just love my job because it's so different and it's constantly something new and exciting. And I'm able to meet teachers exactly where they are, which is exciting because Every single teacher is at a different spot with professional development when it comes to ed tech or just instructional needs. And so I'm able to meet with the teacher. They usually have like a little post-it note of things they want to go over with me. And we just cover exactly what that teacher needs. It's not like a whole large, you know, PD setting. It's more of that small group, one-on-one conversation. And I've seen teachers move hugely that way rather than the whole large group PD setting.
0: Very cool, loving it, so uh let's let's talk Stephanie. you know you and I have had a chance to talk, but I don't think we have ever dived into or delved into like any any failure or anything. It's been fun talks we're talking, so let's talk about failure for a minute. Uh, we talk about a lot on this podcast, and you know I talk a lot about how i I've been fortunate enough to fail a lot because it's kind of led me to where I am. It's built me into who I am and and while I didn't always enjoy the, the failures when they happened, I enjoyed looking back, reflecting on them, and learning from them. So can you take us to the time that you've had a failure in your life? Share with us what happened, how did you overcome it, and then what did you take away from that?
2: Um, So I started leadership really early. My job is an admin um, position. And so I started this position when I was 26 years old. Um, I thought I knew what I was doing, but I quickly learned that I didn't. Um, At first, I felt like I was kind of alone in isolation that first year of being an admin because I was in between that teacher position because I taught for three years and the admin position and being young and a lot of the other leaders in my district are much older than I am. And so I was just kind of in the middle, like I see both sides, you know, and teachers are asking different things and then admin was going a different route. So it was kind of sometimes like I was stuck in the middle. And then I also felt like feedback was a huge weakness of mine. I didn't take feedback very well. And I also didn't start with like why teachers were, doing certain things. Um, I've learned that the why engages teachers' hearts and the what kind of engages their minds. Where I was using the what, and I wasn't going after like, what was their why in education and how can I align that to my goals or the district's goals to incorporate it to make a stronger collaboration between the both of us. Um, I also realized that sharing out the vision and plan wasn't very good. I usually left people out and then towards the end of it. And when I was ready to present it to people, it was like the finished product and a lot of people weren't for it. And I think that's just because they weren't a part of the process. Um, I was, you know, thinking of this process all year long and then I would present it to them and they would be like, wait, what? Like, you know, kind of confused, but I've been able to process it for months where they were just quickly, Informed about it, and so I would get upset, you know, like because I wouldn't communicate a timeline with them, even though that kind of stuff. So being a young leader was very difficult for me, but I've learned so much. Um, I've had great mentors over the past couple years, and through Twitter, I've definitely learned and improved um, the past three years.
0: Yeah, being being a younger leader that you know stepping into a a leadership role can be really difficult at times. So you know, and I love how you share about. You get to think about that idea for a long period of time and then basically trying to get your, your, your staff, all the, your teachers to just absorb all of that info really, really quick and that you recognize that you got to kind of slow it down and break it down and bring them into the process, let them own it and stuff, which is really, really cool. So it's awesome to hear your growth as a young leader of now coming into that position and stuff. So, so now let's, let's flip it now. Let's talk about a successful moment you've had. And this can be something big, something small, but tell us what happened. Why was it a success for you and then what did you take away from that?
2: Um so over the past three years um, with the leadership I've learned so much, but some of the successes I've um we've received as a district and as um, an individual reward was like our Isti Distinguished District. So we won that award um, last year in 2018. And that was really exciting because it showed that we were using technology as a district with purpose. Um ISTE is, you know, one of the highest places to go for resources. Um I have an account and I have like a huge PLN with ISTE. And so it was nice to be recognized as a district for that award. And then there was just some other awards that I've won like the OSU, we've won the district award, I've won their leadership award. Um, going to Google Innovator was really exciting. I went to Sydney, Australia. And I'm. this is how I kind of connected with you guys. And it's grown my PLN. And I just think having that connection with other educators is huge. And I just feel success when I'm able to collaborate and offer feedback to others and they're able to do the same for me.
1: Absolutely. I think that that's a huge success, obviously for you, but but for me and, and other educators I've been able to connect with is this idea of connecting with people that can help you grow. And I mean, geez, that's a huge award for your district, by the way, that ISTE distinguishes so cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was really exciting. Um, we were all shocked, you know, when we got the call from ISTE. But it was just nice to see, like, as a whole district, everybody is so aligned. Like, we work so closely with our curriculum department, and it really shows when you talk to other districts, because a lot of times the technology and the curriculum department don't talk. And that really hinders your students, because then you're not using technology in purposeful ways.
1: Sure, absolutely. I know we've talked a lot about that on this podcast, but I I don't think it can even be emphasized enough, that purposeful implementation purposeful integration it's it's so cool you are you are keeping me fired up I want to ask you kind of the same thing is with everything you've done with with everything you're working towards right now the things you've struggled with and grown from what's keeping you excited about education what what projects are you working on that's really fueling your fire
2: so my when I first started in education my kind of my why is I started with spec ed So students with disability is kind of my why of why I'm in education and really seeing technology take over and help these students close those achievement gaps. I mean, we've got virtual reality where we can take students anywhere in the world. And that's really helping those students with disabilities because they're able to actually see what they're reading. That's really hard for them because they can't visualize it. And so if they can see it through VR, they have a deeper connection with the book. Um, Like just with like adding, you know, video and the students can slow down, speed it up, use the closed captioning features. um, Flipgrid and using different ed tech tools that allow them to show what they know differently than just a test or writing a paper about it. So that's kind of what's got me really excited, and that kind of brings me to my Innovator project. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, so my Innovator project, I'm excited because it's been able to connect with so many people um, just asking for feedback, and my Innovator project is on focusing on different depths of knowledge levels, and depth of knowledge at first to me was just kind of, you know, like something you learn in college, and it kind of went away. Um, I, To be honest, I didn't really use it a whole lot when I taught, I knew about it, but I wasn't fully addressing the levels because um, a lot of people think too, like with spec ed, like, can you cover all the levels with DOK? And I personally think that you can. A lot of their strengths are in that DOK three because um, if you have a student with dyslexia, they're more likely to show, you know, strengths with that DOK level three rather than that recall level. And So with my project, every month, I'm going to be coming out with different activities for teachers to incorporate into their classroom. There's going to be four different activities, and then there'll be some additional resources. But it's going to focus on all the different DOK levels. So like the first month is August. So we're going to focus on DOK Recall would be like a Google Form. DOK 2 would be more of like that would you rather type of conversation with students then students can create a timeline and they can reflect on one event and go into more detail. And then DOK4 would be like ongoing um, morning meetings. And then teachers are able to build stronger relationships rather than just that Google form.
1: Outstanding. So as you're working through building this, right, you're talking about not just supporting teachers, but but your own growth in these areas as well and trying to explain that. What type of advice you give teachers? I mean, obviously you're working with teachers constantly, especially in your role, but whether it be a new teacher in your building or, or a new teacher um, that you started working with, what advice do they need to really become that, you know, that master teacher that we're all striving to work towards?
2: I think everybody should start with creating relationships. If you're a tech coach, you need to create relationships with your principals, your teachers. If you are a teacher, you need to start creating relationships with your students. And that's really what's going to help your teaching. And I love this quote by Jimmy Casas. It says, remember what you said when you were going, uh, what you were going to do for your students when you were in that interview chair. So often teachers, you know, sit in that interview chair and they say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. That student's not going to fail. All my students are going to be successful. And then they get into real life and they forget what they say in that interview chair. And that is kind of sad. Um, That that happens, but we have to be reminded of our why and why we're there And so keep going back to that. Why of why are we in education? And what can we do to help students? Achieve not just you know a couple students all students achieve because in business um, You know like we have one out of five students that have dyslexia In a business that's not okay so we if we're not addressing that and trying to fix that with our students then we need to re-examine how we are teaching or what we can do for every single student to reach them.
0: That's awesome. And, and what kind of, how, how do you do that? Have you done that reflection yourself, Stephanie, where you reflect back to that day that you were in the interview chair and what you said and what you thought of? And if I'm a teacher, maybe I've been teaching for 10, 15, 20 years. That was a long time ago. How do I reflect back to that? Do you have any tips or ideas on like, how do I get back to that, that root why? Um,
2: I think you just have to, you know, like I've seen like vision boards that we've done. Like um, you put, you know, your the circle and you watch the Simon Sinek's uh, TED talk Mm -hmm. and kind of going back to that. And just every time, like I have a picture and it's of um, the student, his name's Chucky and he's my why. He is the reason I went into education. If it wasn't for him, I'd probably be doing something else. Who knows what, but probably in business or something. Um, but just going back to that student, and every time I think of him, and he's kind of my user for everything, and it's kind of funny because, like in the Google Innovator Academy, you're focused on a user, and a lot of times in teacher or in teaching and when we're creating lessons, there the user, the student, is not the focus, and so you have to keep going back to that. Like, okay, would the user want to do this activity? You know, would the user benefit from this? But so often, we take the perspective of ourselves, so we need to focus on our user.
0: Love it. Get back to the user, get back to that. It's, it's like your avatar when you think about that, like in business, like your 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 target audience, right? It's that user, it's that, your students. Uh, mm-hmm. Super. So great, I love how you brought it back to that. That's awesome. So uh, let, let's have some, some fun now. We're gonna do the next six questions. Your goal, Stephanie, is to answer each one in 15 seconds or less. Are you ready to roll? I am ready. All right, give us one ed tech tool you cannot live without
2: Google Slides.
0: Uh, give us a book that you're reading right now.
2: Educated by Design, and it's with the Tech Rabbi.
1: Great oh, it's book. such a good book. book. I know.
0: Great episode of Teach Better Talk, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> he, was, he was awesome. So much fun. Yeah. He's uh, good. Uh, who do we need to follow on Twitter today?
2: Um, I think you need to follow more of a hashtag. So, like, hashtag Sydney19. That's our innovator. Um, academy Group hashtag DitchBook and then hashtag PLSD Proud. That's our um, Pickerington Proud. Not just one person, but a group community of people.
0: Love it! And give us a, a great uh, YouTube channel or website for educators.
2: Um, one of the YouTube channels that I've just recently started watching is Jamie Cassop. He is with Google, and his videos are pretty quick and they're really good and inspiring. So I kind of suggest watching those.
0: Awesome! Give us a daily, weekly, or monthly routine every teacher should get into.
2: Um, Every morning, just wake up early, go for a walk, and listen to a podcast.
0: Love it. Uh, Give us the best piece of advice you've ever received.
2: Um, So Jamie Cassip, he was just on the Shake Up Learning podcast, and the episode was fantastic. And I loved what he said. Like, we need to start asking students, what problem do you want to solve? How do you want to solve that problem? And what do you need to learn to solve that problem? So instead of focusing, you know, on what do you want to do, what problem do you want to solve?
0: I love it. Creating Crit- problem solvers, critical thinkers, I love it. So uh, you mentioned waking up and, and listening to the podcast. Are any others that you're listening to? What are your What are your go-tos?
2: Um, teach Better Talks, of course. Awesome. <laughs> and then I love um, the Google Teacher Tribe. Okay. And then I also have a podcast of my own. Um, it's called Get Inspired and Innovate.
0: Okay, and uh, when, did, when did you start that? How'd that come about?
2: Um, it, we started it after the Google Innovator Academy. I met my co-host Lance at the Google Innovator Academy and he okay. emailed me and he said, let's start a podcast. And I've been wanting to for about a year, but I just couldn't, I haven't found the right co-host. Um, you know, cause it's hard because you have to make sure the person's going to be reliable, that you can mm-hmm. trust them on all that. I mean, you guys know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't trust my co-host at all. It's <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, you might want to find a new co-host. I'm trying. <laughs> Any hiring? Anyone hiring? She's
0: taking applications.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, he connected with me, and I said, "Let's do it." And it's it's been fun. So we started it in June.
0: Okay, so uh, we're at
2: episode five.
0: What's the format? Like, how is it? What's the format of the show?
2: Um, So we're interviewing people that are Google innovators, Google, Google level one and two. And really the focus is to talk about Google tips and tricks, um, Google projects. Like a lot of the innovator projects are fantastic. And I never even heard about half of them until this podcast. And so it's been really cool to talk with people about their project and seeing how their, um, their barrier in education has been overcome and what they've done to create, to solve that problem in education, because we might have that in our district. Um, So it's been really cool to hear about the different projects that different Google innovators have come up with. And then we do like a meme and quote section um, where we talk about like our favorite memes and quotes for the week. Mm-hmm. And then something that's inspiring us that we can use in the classroom, like tomorrow, is kind of how it, runs
0: very very cool awesome and, and i assume we can find that on all of our favorite podcasts uh, and applications or, or platforms is there a website or anything else that we can get information on
2: yeah it's um get inspired and and they are on all the podcast stations
0: very cool and you said your co-host is lance
2: yep lance key can,
0: can we give him a shout out what's his twitter handle
2: his twitter i need to look that or up instagram, <laughs> an, it's
0: the instagram or instagram if he's Twitter?
2: he's on both okay I, um, I think it's
0: Lance Key. Oh. Sorry, i put you on a spot. Lance, know, she, right? she should know this, Lance.
2: Shouldn't she Lance, know this? Lance R. Key. There we go. Lance R. <laughs>
0: Key. Alright, well shout out to Lance. That's awesome. Looking forward to that. We'll make sure to include notes in the show notes so that you can uh, or links in the show notes so you can go over there and subscribe to Stephanie and Lance's uh podcast and start getting really deep into the Google stuff. So that's awesome. Appreciate it.
2: And then we also started a podcast with our school district. Um, it's tech Connect Edu, and that's the audience is more for teachers um, in our district. But I mean, it's for anybody, but we're just talking about how we use ed tech in our district and trying to spotlight the different teachers in our district on the podcast.
1: Well, Stephanie, I want to make sure all of our listeners can stay connected with you. You're obviously very passionate and doing great things and connecting with educators around the world, and we all want to be a part of that. So would you mind sharing how our listeners can stay connected to you?
2: Yeah, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Mrs. MrsHow24. Um, I have my website link right into the show notes, so feel free to check that out. And feel free to email me with any questions. It's stephanie underscore hal at PLSC.us.
0: All right. You, know, you can find all the links and all the resources and everything that we mentioned in this episode over at teachbetter.com as well as those important links for connecting with Stephanie and getting on that podcast and, ch- and listening uh, there. So make sure you head over to teachbetter.com for all of that. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And if you can give us a rating and a review, we'd really appreciate that as well. let's go ahead and keep taking this one step further. Think of three of your colleagues who need to hear these amazing stories and the information that amazing educators like Stephanie are sharing and share this podcast with them. We really appreciate that. Stephanie, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you sharing your stories and your insight and your experience and super excited to to dive in more into the podcast and watch it grow. And I got to go look up your school's podcast too now because that's super cool as well. So just a big, big thank you from us.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: And until next time, let's get out there, let's teach better.